23 minutes it is after 8 p.m. Yeah, uh, just a brief uh, description there coming through from uh, uh, footage, of course, from uh, the uh, documentary filmmaker Kevin Harris, uh, giving some background as to what happened 40 years ago on um, the fateful day that uh, tomorrow will, I guess, dawn to, 9 December 1982. Uh, And uh, tomorrow, of course, marks 40 years of the uh, 1982 Masero Massacre. Uh, where a contingent of SADF officers crossed the border into Lesotho, uh, raiding homes, bombing uh, activists and uh, South African refugees and uh, Basotho nationals. I'm joined today in studio by a survivor and a child of uh, one of the victims of uh, the Maseru raid, uh, Nomza Mongachu, also going to be joined shortly on the line by Nomabali Mapela, founder of the Dr. Norman Nguipe Foundation. And uh, Dr. Norman Nguipe was one of the victims of the uh, 1982 raid. And uh, uh, Nomabali is Dr. Nipe's daughter. So let me start uh, with uh, Nob Zamo here in studio and uh, we'll rope in Nomabali in the next few minutes. Zamo, how are you? Yes, you can put your headphones <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, all things considered, I'm okay. Yeah? Um, it's the eve of the big day, so yeah. it's um, panic anxiety inducing. Sure. Um, also, I suppose it's also owing to... Come closer to the mic. All right, cool. It's also owing to what, um, you know, the gathering with ha- we had today at Freedom Park mm. um, to commemorate, um, I suppose, having the South African leg of sure, the commem- sure. commemoration of this. And, and we'll this talk about day. that a bit more. I, I yeah. mean, I guess what happened uh, with the commemoration earlier on today yep. uh, out in Freedom Park. But but in a way, you, you are as old as the tragedy. Jeepers, yeah. As yeah? you were doing the introduction, I'm like, the elder. I'm an elder. <laughs> Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah. So it reminds me of my age, yeah. Mm. And in many ways, I guess this is, this has been a story you've grappled and tried to deal with. Maybe just Correct. explain for the purposes of our listeners. Yeah. Um, you are a survivor Correct. of the 1982 raid. Yeah. Um, how did it come to be that both of your parents were in Lesotho? Um, my kaban, there's, there's, they met in the trenches. Mama Ngwasekchua, she's from mm. uh, Butterworth. Um, I suppose she joined... Umzabalazo. Then a house, um, she be- a house became an MK hideout, mm. and uh, I think that's when they met with my father. Sure. No operation in corner. My father being from Lady Frey, um, uh, I su- then they became fugitives, as 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 many of uh, uh, MK and ANC activists mm. were, and they crossed the border. And my mother then was heavily pregnant, as she was maneuvering within the tri- the former trans guy mm. in the late 80s because I was born in January. Mm. So as she was crossing the border, you know, like literally, wow. literally. So um, so that was in January. She gave birth to me. And um, yeah, we settled in, Mas- in, in the Sutu, but my father was in and out because she, mm. st- she was still involved in underground operations. Till then, he met um, that fateful day on, on the 9th. So, yeah. at least Dion does, but I have no recollection of the sky mm. because I was like, what, 10, 11 months? Um, uh, yeah, so, so so that's uh, briefly how we in Kabaya Miawela Elisut. yeah. And it must be like piecing a puzzle together every day. Correct. That is always like the puzzle pieces are brought by different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, uh, 100%. So, so, I mean, maybe your parents' comrades will come with a certain anecdote Correct. and a certain story. Um, has that been difficult for you? That the st- the oh. story of, you know, firstly not only of your own coming into being, but also that tragic story of what then happens subsequently to your father, and many of um, his comrades. 
I think more in my adult life, um, because I mean, after the raid happened in '82, then we went to Mozambique, mm. Zambia, then eventually settled in Tanzania, Mazimbu. Sure. Um, I mean, we had a very uh, our life was like we insulated mm. as children. Yep, so we're protected. I mean, it took long for me to even know, like the reality of what happened in 1982. So mm. always, as children, be told that oh, oh, mm. oh, and then mm. that's it. And it was still a painful and traumatic experience for our mothers um, to. Um, I suppose tell us what happened on on, on that night and Natike, you know. And so, but coming back to South Africa again in my teens, mm. ah, it was like again comrade that hey Kawe, but now more in my adult life that we realize hey we are dealing now with some transgenerational trauma. Sure, sure. That now that that I'm active and actively want to know and um, about the history, but also very uh, funny is that. W- as I as I shared, Uguti, it's not even history that I am getting from my mother because mm. it remained till her passing early this year. It remained, I mean, a traumatic experience to her that she couldn't share some sure. of those years. As as my I'll hear from from them and some of my older siblings and mm. and family friends who were teens and preteens um, when the raid happened, and they wow. still have vivid memories of what happened on that night. Sure. Um. So so yeah. So 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 as I say, it's. Just, just now in my adult life. Now, no, it's mm. difficult because we've seen, I've seen my elder and older siblings going through hectic post-traumatic mm. um, stress syndrome. But again, in Somafko, they were all, they all went in Somafko. It was life as life as usual. Yeah. Yeah. Solomon Masango Freedom College. Correct yeah. in yeah. in Mazimbu. Yes, mm. um, our parents, you know, not understanding how detached they were in mm. our upbringing. Yeah, it's like how. Mama Mama, you know, she's a mother for all, but for me, it's like there's no emo- emotional mm. attachment. But you also, it took me long to understand. Perhaps I bring the because she was, as I say, she was heavily pregnant yeah. when she 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 had to cross the border. So you bring a recollection of that time. Correct, yeah, correct, the yeah. recollection of that time. And when you, so it's also hard for me because mm. now for the longest time I treated this personal history. As a third person narrator, wow. yeah. So now it's like when it hits, it's personal. Like I, I'm, I'm a first person narrator. It hits hard. So I suppose mm. it's, a, yeah. I'm dealing sure, with it. Sure, I'm dealing sure. with it. Let me bring in Nomabali. Uh, Nomabali Mapela is uh, the founder of the Doctor NB Nipe Foundation. Uh, she's the daughter of uh, Doctor Norman Nipe, uh, one of the um, uh, those who uh, passed on faithfully uh, on uh, that. Uh, uh, we understand it was a Thursday evening. Uh, in uh, 1982. Nomabali, good evening, Suswam. Welcome. Hi, Ayabonga. Thank you. Hi, Jabila, Jabila, man. Thank you. Look, a a day like this, I guess on the eve of the 9th, must be a a difficult one uh, for yourselves and the Nipe family. Um, Mm -hmm. And I must even venture to say even the entire community of uh, Somerset as well, uh, where Dr. Nipe was from. Um, I mean, just talk to us about, I guess, your own recollection, how um, this particular tragic story of your father's pa- passing uh, was brought to you as a as a youngster, and more importantly, I guess how it continues to inform the work you do. Okay, so uh, because I, I was brought up by my maternal family, mm. uh, I think the, the the effects of the the the, the news, uh, like Ugu Ugu I was not as um, as tragic as 
uh, uh, family mm. but I remember Nandislalela with my friends uh, and one of them was like Koduka your dad um, was killed by the soldiers so uh, I started crying and they were like but no don't cry because your dad was a, was a hero mm. you know, so the, the, it was like that for me and, and that uh, carried uh, um, out to, throughout my life, uh, remembering my dad as a hero. I, I was very, I was six at the time, so I have like little uh, recollections about mm. him because he was in medical school most of the time. So we'll, he'll, some holidays he'll be working and some he'll come home. So I'll, I will see him briefly. And I I, re, I I recall I think uh, it was a few days before he he left for Lesotho he came uh, with friends I think he he bought myself and his uh, younger cousin Unolita shoes mm. so that memory still um, and he promised to 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 bring me a bicycle when he comes back so you, you can imagine uh, finding out days later that he's passed on mm. you know. So it, it was quite tragic. Yeah. I'm sure, as uh, normal at some stage, you had to relive it uh, in the 90s. Uh, because as you say, but in the um, 90s, uh, coming back home of the exiles, the TRC process, um, you know, um, and how all of that unfolded. Yeah, it did. But to be honest, I was just carrying on with my life with him at the, at the back of my mind. I also mm. didn't, I felt like um, I was being compared to him and also like his friends. I remember a friend of his, uh, he was like, oh, only if you were a boy, you could have like uh, carried on his, his, he became, become an A. So I felt like, like I wanted to emotionally remove from this uh, mm. person because I felt like I couldn't live up to this hero, my dad. So it was, uh, I think, just before the 30th commemoration when I was, I was sitting in a, I, I was doing the African uh, a leadership course uh, through the Timali Foundation, the yeah. Timali, the Tabombeki leadership, uh, whatever. And I was in a class going, you know, Gaga Prof. Prof. Samanda. Yes, Samanda Zondi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was talking about uh, finding purpose and living your purpose and living a legacy, you know. O- obviously, in the in the African context and in African Renaissance context. Mm. And I was um, I, I thought about how my dad, how many people he would have helped. So since then, I was like, uh, maybe it's not such a loss because I c- I could still mm. like help other people. Um, the foundation, obviously, because it, it it's a legacy project that project that focuses on uh, American science, because we we want we're hoping to get more doctors mm. out of Somerset East and surrounding uh, towns. Definitely, you know? definitely, and you know, yeah. this normal. I mean, your father um, clearly was a math and science buff because Gubani at that stage, uh, you know, coming mean, from Somerset East, goes to the University of Natal Black Section studies medicine, works as a yeah. doctor. Um, and so in a way, mm. really his memory, I, I, I certainly hope Kubandu Basasoma said, 
is still very much a, a motivation for for, for mm. many and uh, I think kudos to you for the work that you've done here so we're going to pause here just for a second yeah. uh, because uh, I guess uh, we we still I'm going to continue our discussion with Nomzamo uh, and Nomabali, but also just uh, want to bring in the story of the Ondala family. Um, uh, one gentleman there, Mlamli Ondala, who was a motor mechanic, and uh, his uh, a wife, Nomatamsanga, and uh, their three children, Manyano, Nomfuneko, and uh, Zolisa. Uh, Manyano, a 15-year-old uh, boy, uh, Nomfuneko, a 14-year-old girl, and uh, Zolisa, a 11-year-old girl, and... Um, uh, we have uh, some audio from uh, Zolisa, uh, who was 11 at the time, and uh, she shares her reflections of uh, uh, that uh, fateful day. 